Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Big thanks to Jeff Smith. Podcast always available for you with Hale Varsity. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. And uh, can rewatch the show, Hale Varsity Radio, Twitter at HVarsity Radio. Time for a Jock Doc Wednesday, Nebraska Orthopedic Center. Dr. Brandon Seifert with us to kick off 2024. Dr. Brandon, how are we doing? I'm great, Chris. How are you guys doing? We're doing all right. A lot of sweaty foreheads, palms. Uh, it was time for to, to reapply the deodorant for Washington fans, the way that Texas game finished and Bevo got a second back and you add up all the time on the clock that could have ran off that didn't run off. You, you point back to Washington's super talented running back Dylan Johnson uh, could not stay on his feet, has a foot injury that forced him to get carted off, Dr. Brandon. That's where I want to focus. Too early to tell if he can play Monday night against Michigan, but what the heck's going on here as you do a little math for us on this uh, Washington tailback and the injury he suffered? I mean, he was hobbled a little bit as the game went on, but man, that that final uh, minute 30 or so, uh, he was really, uh, really a hurting unit. Yeah, I really was. You know, you just kind of saw him grimacing in pain and obviously taking him off on the cart. You know, really at this point, it's kind of all up for speculation as to where this is. I tried to go back and see if there was any kind of mention of it previously in the season. It sounds like what they were mentioning is a re-aggravation of the previous injury. So at any, at any rate, you know, we try to start to speculate here on where this is, what part of the foot, you know, anatomically where this is. And so a couple of possibilities. So as I went back and reviewed that uh, video of when the injury kind of happened during this most recent game, you know, definitely had the look of an injury to the midfoot. Uh, we've talked before about injuries to the midfoot, midfoot sprains. They have a you know, specific injury in orthopedics called a Lisfranc mm-hmm. injury. But essentially what happens is where that uh, metatarsal, which is the long bone that comes off the back of your great toe, where that comes up and joins up with the midfoot, there's another bone next to that called the second metatarsal, those kind of come together and form kind of that main keystone capstone of the mid part of the foot, and they have a really strong ligamentous complex that holds all that together. And that would be my suspicion for him is that he re-aggravate maybe a midfoot type sprain. It's what it kind of looked like just based on the, the video. Obviously, it's hard to totally speculate on that and say for sure. But that's what I would lean towards. You know, the other possibilities here would be just kind of a generic run-of-the-mill kind of ankle sprain that maybe he's been battling throughout the season. That's another possibility. Um, and then the other kind of possibility here would be, you know, is this a potential for kind of an outside-of-the-foot injury? We've talked about these before, like a Jones fracture. That would be that fifth metatarsal, uh, which would be the outside kind of long bone coming off the small toe and at the base of that, which, again, can be just a frustrating, nagging injury that uh, it's really hard to get those to heal, and those sometimes require surgical intervention, especially in our young athletes. Not- so some different scenarios there. Uh, go ahead there, Chris. No, I, I was just going to say, as, as many miles and carries as he's logged, and you look at Washington's run and nine wins by a touchdown or less, I mean, he's been 
instrumental, very important for that balance on the offense. We don't really know what's behind him, but Washington's got some good backs to choose from. He's been a difference maker, and, man, he's been uh, one tough dude playing through this, you'd have to think, throughout the year. Absolutely. You know, especially you take all three of those injuries, and those are, you know, difficult things to get through. Um, you know, if you look at those and ask the question, they kick, which of these is probably the most nagging, more chronic? The, the midfoot sprains are just really are difficult to kind of get through during the season. It's easy to retweak it. That's probably where I lean more towards kind of what injury he has. Um, you know, in terms of treating those, obviously there's a variety of treatments for those. You kind of start out with kind of the low-grade sprain, which even though we're using the term low-grade, they're still annoying and can hurt quite a bit. With those, you're talking some kind of short-term immobilization, maybe a little bit of short-term weight, uh, limited weight-bearing, and then you kind of go back and just kind of play as tolerated. You start to move up into that kind of grade two level. Now you start to talk about more ligamentous kind of stretching, the ligamentous trauma. Now you're looking at being kind of an extended period of non-weight-bearing for perhaps you know four to six weeks stretches, the whole business. And then obviously you get to that high-grade sprain where you start to have displacement of those bones in that area. Then you start talking about needing some type of surgical intervention. Um, and so obviously at this point they're not they're being pretty quiet about what they're planning on doing and whatever his recovery is going to be. My assumption here would be he's going to want to try to play, and so they'll probably have to make again a, a game time decision for him. Um, in the background of this, I'm sure he's probably getting all kinds of scans and images this week, and so he's probably in an MRI scanner maybe yesterday or today to look at this further to give them a better idea. Dr. Brandon, whenever you look at these potential injuries, and the, the lens Frank stands out to me because we've talked about that injury so many times on here. I remember Derrick Henry had an issue that kept him out for a couple of weeks. He had to come back with a specially made clean. It kept Chet Holmgren out for an entire season. You think about that, what kind of, of, of uh, options are there for this situation where a guy maybe wants to play in one game, you know what, whatever potential injury happens in that game, worry about down the road, I just want to play. Are there any potential options for him just to get on the field come Monday night? Yeah, absolutely. You know, you mentioned a couple there about you know, the special shoe where you can basically build in a special insert into the shoe. Essentially what you want to do here is, you know, be able to obtain something where you have a stiff-soled shoe right in the central aspect of that shoe just to, or foot just to give them some support. And so one would be a special custom shoe, a special custom brace. Honestly, kind of the most simplistic thing to use, what we call a carbon fiber foot plate, kind of a wafer-thin plate that goes under the insole in your shoe that essentially takes all the flex out of that mid part of the foot. Um, and that would be probably the first thing they would start with just to try to get through it. Um, do you start talking about doing some, you know, more aggressive level care where you start thinking about doing like injections to the area? That's really risky in this area. If we're talking Liz Frank injury, that's not an area I think that would be a wise thing to do, but who knows, they might discuss that. But I would definitely lean away from that. That's a dangerous thing to do, I think, in the setting of a Liz Frank injury. Dr. Brandon, you know, is there one of these options that you've laid out that's more tolerable to fight through? You know, the ankle sprain piece would probably be the best. You know, if we talk best-case scenarios here, the ankle sprain piece would probably be the best-case scenario for him to fight through. Um, you know, the other thing would be if he, if, he does, if he is battling kind of that stress fracture type issue along that fifth metatarsal, probably could battle through that reasonably well. The list rank would probably be the most difficult thing to kind of fight through. Just when you think about that's kind of the capstone of your foot, the most important part of your foot. 
And so trying to cut, plant, move, there's so much that transfers to that area, and that's just a hard injury to kind of manage. Um, you know, the one thing we didn't mention, just to, you know, obviously some more speculation would be, is this a turf toe issue he's dealing with? And with his mechanism the other day watching that video, there's still a potential this might even be a turf toe-type injury. Uh, but, again, it's hard with us you know, not knowing the specifics. Dr. Brandon, we'll see how things move for – uh, Washington in their ground game uh, for Monday night. Yeah, Dr. Brandon, do you have a prediction for Monday night's game before we get you out of here? Oh, I'm pulling for pulling for Washington. That, yes. Their coach is awesome. Yeah. I remember watching him play for Sioux Falls back in the day when they ran the score up on Old Concordia where I went. <laughs> uh, he was amazing. They, he ran was, the um, score. they were amazing, and he was amazing, and it's interesting to read that that gentleman's statistics. My goodness, I think he still has their like record at their school for like a 500 batting average in baseball, which mm. is unbelievable. But he's a Midwest guy. I like to root for those guys. Yeah, well, and, uh, and he has no, uh, no no spy gate attached to him, which is nice too. <laughs> uh, Dr. Brandon Seifert with us, Nebraska Orthopedic Center, a jock doc Wednesday. Dr. Brandon, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy Monday, and we'll talk next week. Okay, fellas, take it easy. There he is. Good to spend time with Dr. Brandon Seifert. We'll wind down a Wednesday next on Hale Varsity.